Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganwa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you, Lord, for joining me last week. I shared with you that this month begins our series, our 700 series from Fleshonomics course. And we are going to be talking about this series begins with the first warning sign that your marriage is headed on the verge of divorce. What is that first warning sign? And what is a symptom? What are some symptoms that you can look for if your marriage is headed on the verge of divorce? The first symptom is your needs are not being met. And as I said, we we want to prevent divorce by using the supports, the pillars. And we're going to be talking about the seven pillars to help you in your one flesh marriage so that you don't have to experience a divorce. So I'll be talking about the first pillar tonight, and that is the mental and emotional pillow. A pillow is a support, something that supports you, holds you together, keeps you united, keeps you firm and strong together. This pillar is the emotional or mental pillar. And that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. So get your pen, get your paper, and get ready to write down some information that I'm going to be sharing with you about the first symptom, which is your first warning sign that your marriage is headed towards the verse. Okay? Now listen carefully. As I said to you before, when you... When anybody, when anybody, whether yourself or a family member or a friend is going through cancer, they, it would be nice if we knew what the symptoms are that, that way we can, you know, be prepared or watch out for them or, you know, take whatever precautions that are necessary so that we can avoid cancer in our lives. Most of the times, our doctors, our primary care physicians, they do not let us know these things. And that's why many of us have family members or friends or loved ones who have not, unfortunately, have not been able to survive cancer because it may be they didn't know about these warning signs before. Some of the warning signs that they could have been aware of if they were aware of it they would have been able to tackle it right away so let me let me give you the first point your first bullet point then for tonight is the first pillar the first pillar that will help you to avoid divorce from taking root in your life now remember Divorce cancer is a spiritual disease. It's a spiritual disease that starts off in your heart. Just as how you have breast cancer starts off in your breast. And, and from in my case, colorectal cancer, it started out in my colon. Divorce cancer is a spiritual disease. And it starts out in your heart. 
And how does it start out in your heart? From your mind, thoughts coming into your head. So you want to you want to prepare your mind. You want to have a healthy mind when you're living and cohabiting with your one flesh spouse. You want to keep keep your mind healthy. Keep your mind filled with good thoughts. As the Bible says, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, think on these things. So that's the first pillar. The first pillar that will help you to sustain your marital relationship with your one flesh hubby or wifey is the mental or emotional pillar. And this pillow is a support. It will help you stay stay in tune with what the Holy Spirit wants. You want to have a healthy mind. Philippians 4, 8 says, We want to think on things that are good, of good report. Do you hear bad reports concerning your hobby or wifey? You don't want to meditate on these things. You don't want to allow these things to clog your head or your mind. You want to have good thoughts. Good report. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts towards your spouse? I know you you had wonderful thoughts when you were dating each other. When you were dating each other, you taught the world about them. You taught the world about your wife. You taught the world about your hubby when you were dating each other. When you were falling in love and you had goosebumps all over your body. Of course you were thinking good things about them. And you need to continue to think good things. That's what the, that's what the instructional manual is telling us. Which is the Bible. Think of good things. Things that are lovely. Are you thinking evil thoughts about your hubby or your wifey? Maybe you had a little disagreement the other day and then you start to think very negatively towards them. You start thinking very negative and not positive thoughts. You want to have good thoughts, positive thoughts towards your spouse on a daily basis. You want to have good thoughts. Remember, friends... This depression is a disease in the mind. So you want to stay away from depression when it comes to your one flesh spouse. You want to stay away from depression because depression is a disease in your mind. Once you start becoming depressed, if you allow yourself to dwell and stay in depression for a very long time, you will start drifting away from the positive thoughts towards your hubby or your wifey because depression affects how you see someone depression affects how you act towards someone depression affects how you treat people how your attitude and your behavior is with people because you're sad you're not you're not in good spirits you know what i mean most people when they're depressed they're not in good spirits so we want to stay away from depression 
If you want to avoid divorce and not let it take root in your life or your one flesh marriage, you have to stay away from divorce. Did I say stay away from divorce? Yes, I did. One way to do that is to keep a healthy mind. We want to have the mind of Christ. That's in 1 Corinthians 2, 16. What is the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is not only a humble mind, but it's also a mind that is positive, very optimistic, very positive, and it's godly. When we have godly thoughts towards our spouse, it's thoughts of good and not of evil. It wants the best. It wants the best for that person. So you want to develop the mind of Christ when it comes to your one first ball. This is the pillar that will support you and keep you grounded together firmly in Christ. The mental and emotional pillar. Why, why do you need this pillow? Because you want to avoid the first warning sign that your marriage is headed to divorce, which is the needs of your spouse is not being met. What are those needs? Again, the instructional manual for your one flesh marriage tells us that the most important needs of the woman is to love her as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. That's found in the instructional manual, Ephesians 5, 22 to 23. She needs to be honored as the weaker vessel. Doesn't mean that you want to walk over her now, but you need to honor her as a vessel that the Lord wants you to handle with care. Weaker vessel doesn't mean walking over her or taking advantage of her or treating her like a doormat. Weaker vessel simply means handle with care. Handle with extreme care. Handle with tenderness. Handle with love. Handle with gentleness. That's simply what it means. She's also needs to be your helper in in the instructional manual on your one flesh marriage, it tells us in Genesis 2.18, the Lord says that it's not good for the man to be alone. He will provide a helper. When you became one flesh with your spouse, you were given a helper. She needs to be that helper. She needs to function as your helper. Don't try to stress it out if you... Have something that you are thinking on and you need some input. Don't stress, don't stress, stress yourself out about it. Get the helper. Use the helper that God has given you to help give you some insight. You never know. You never know what God has put in your wifey for you as the helper for you. She's your helper. You need to tap into the help that God has given you. In your wifey remember this is a need 
that must be met. When we don't have needs in our lives, it's chaotic. It it signals trouble. Let me give you an example. What would it be like for you if you did not get water, drink some water every day? Of course, you know that we're supposed to be drinking at least eight cups of water, eight glasses of water a day. Some of you barely drink water very much. And until you get very, very thirsty, you start drinking water. Think about what it would be like if you did not drink any water at all. Your body would break down. Your body would start sending off signals to you that you need to drink some water. That's what I'm talking about. It's a need that you must have. You must have water. You must have ear to breathe in. We must inhale oxygen. We must have oxygen in our bodies. This is a need, guys. The wifey needs you to love her as Christ loved the church and gave himself. Not the love of the world, but the love that comes from God. The love of God. That's the kind of love that you need to have for wifey. If you don't know how to give her this kind of love, ask the Lord to help you get it. To show it to you and to reveal it to you so that you, when you taste it, and you know that it is good, then you'll be able to give it to her. I can't recommend anything to anybody if I'd never tasted it or experienced it myself. And that's why I'm saying to you tonight, you must fulfill this need of wifey. If you do not want this need to be ignored in her life. As I said, she also needs to be honored as the weaker vessel. Simply put, handle her with care, handle her with tenderness, handle her with as if she's a frail, very special and unique person in your life. She's your prized possession. She should be. If you're going to handle her with care, she's the only one in your life like her. There's no one else in the world like her. So she's a uniquely put together vessel from God, from the throne, that she is special in his side. And so she should, should be in your side as well. And as I said, tap into the help that God has given you in her. So those are her needs. She needs to be loved. She needs to be treated with tenderness and kindness and goodness. She needs to be She needs to be used as a helper. Tap into her as your helper. Now we come to the need of the man. Most important need for the man. Hobby. Hobbies. Wifey. Hobbies need you to submit. That's the big word that everybody doesn't like to hear. You need to submit. That means have a submissive spirit when it comes to your hobby. Submit to his authority in the home. Submit to his leadership in the home. Submit to him as the head of your home. He's the head of the home, not you. 
God ordained this order. Just as we have order in the li- in our lives, there's order in our birth. You have you have infancy, then you have toddler, then you have teenagers, adults, and you know what's next. Grandma and grandpa and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's order in our in our universe. There's order in your one flesh marriage as well. Hobbies need to be head. They need to head. They need to make the this decision. Have the last say, not you. They need to be treated with that respect. We they also need. To be, you need to be subject to them. That means respect the authority as the head of the house. Don't quarrel with them if they're making a decision that they feel is for the best of the family. Don't quarrel with them. Don't be nagging with them. Be submissive subject to their authority hobbies need you to play this role wifey hobbies need you remember if this need is not being met you are bringing a shaking into the foundation of your one flesh marriage and once the foundation which is the needs being met this is the this is the foundation for your one flesh marriage to remain firm in in the union that God has put you two together. For it to remain firm in the foundation. For the foundation to be laid firm. It needs to be built on who? On Jesus Christ. And if Jesus Christ is going to be the foundation. Then that means we must have his mindset regarding our hobby and our wifey. And we must meet the needs that he says is necessary for each of you hobbies need the respect that is due to them as the head of the house he needs to head the finance finances in the home he needs to head how the children are going to be conducted in the home the discipline he needs to head the discipline of the children in the home he needs to be head over all financial matters in the home it's one thing if wifey, if you want to give wifey that responsibility, you're heading for trouble, guys. Yes, she might be a great financial financial analysis. Maybe she's the best accountant you could ever think of. God has given the responsibility of headship to hobbies. Hobbies need to have headship. You need to be the head. Be the head that God ordained you to be. So that there can be no cracks in the foundation. Love wifey as she ought to be loved. So that there will be no shaking in the foundation. Once the foundation is fully laid. And the needs are being met. This will bring strength to the foundation. Of your one flesh marriage. Thank you for laying a sure and solid foundation in Christ. The instruction manual tells us that if we do not have Christ as our foundation, we are laboring in vain.
How do we make Christ our foundation? We obey what his word says concerning the needs of wifey, the needs of hubby. Respect hubby. Respect his authority. Give him full, full respect as the leader in the home. Admire him. Admire him and show appreciation for his headship and his authority in the home. That's one thing you can show appreciation for and admiration. Please show, please let him know how much you admire him being the head of the home. And if he's not, then just remind him by allowing him to be that head. Don't take over. Thank you so much for listening to One Flesh for Life tonight. I do appreciate every one of you listening to One Flesh for Life on Anchor every week. And don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be One Flesh for Life. God bless. everybody it's me again carol gonaway your married for life coach and i just wanted to share with you in case you are a one flesh couple and you are looking for support you want support for your one flesh marriage maybe you do not have a christian group or support group that you have found or been able to find to support you in standing for your one flesh marriage or you know of someone who could use some support for their one flesh marriage, please join us. Every Saturday, we pray for one flesh couples. And we believe God can turn any situation, any any circumstance around for His glory. If you are in that situation, or you know of someone in that situation, and you are looking for support, you are looking for support please feel free to email paul your helper at gmail.com for a detailed list of the requirements and directions how to join our group this is a group of one flesh couples who stand together and pray for each other on a monthly basis and we are believing god for miracles in each of our lives Please join us if you can. Again, that's Paul, your helper, P-A-U-L-Y-O-U-R-H-E-L-P-E-R at gmail.com. And when you do email and let our founder know, you can request to join. Our number is 605-313-6323. And the access is 167136. Please talk to Paul and let him know of your interest in being part of this support group. We'd love to have you. You have a wonderful evening and don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.